Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Neither one of them's worked out the way you wanted to. You're going to keep chasing that? You said this to me off the air, and I agree with you, and I'm going to bring it up. That reeks of a Mike Tomlin would really love Edron Cooper. Yeah, because he's got it in his head as a defensive coach that he wants someone to control and police the middle of the yes. field, wear the green dot defensively, be an extension Run of the with coaching tight staff. End weapons, you know, all he's that stuff. probably still having like erotic dreams about Derek Brooks in Tampa Bay when he coached him there. He and, didn't even play the middle. I think he was a weak side guy. But you know, in a yeah, four three, well, yeah, he inside was, he linebacker. Was, he, he ran the show. He, I'm sure he probably thinks if you give me Edger and Cooper and he's healthy. He's the Josh Allen antidote. He's the Mahomes antidote. He's the antidote to any great tight end. He's got tight, tight ends end. locked down, exactly. Like, that's what Jeremiah writes is, like, the guy's good enough in man coverage to run with any tight end and carry any tight end down the field. Okay, fine. I don't care. I don't want that guy. In fact, I don't care if another team gets him and he's really good. I don't want the Steelers spending a first-round pick again I'm on that position. I'm still flipping here. So he's got Bo Nix 26, McCarthy 27, does not have Penix as a first-round-graded corner corner uh, quarterback Jackson Powers Johnson the Oregon center he is at 29 Zach Frazier from West Virginia 32 and then he has another center Graham Barton this guy's interesting so he played tackle at Duke the last few years yeah but he started as a center his freshman year and they think because of his size he's going to switch back and be a natural center that scares the hell out of me uh, by I got the way Kendrick Green flashbacks there as just a note Cooper DeJean Jeremiah he reminds me of a bigger Eric Weddle coming out of college that reminds all, me of another white guy that's all we could do here <laughs> he reminds me of an Eric Weddle with a dash of Harrison Smith mixed in and a little bit of the Troy Epke athleticism that had <laughs> Deion, Deion Sanders floored that a white Sur- man could surprised run surprised we didn't get any Jason Seahorn I, is that too obvious like what else is it yeah how funny would that be comparisons Jason Seahorn Eric Weddle Jim Leonard Dustin Fox <laughs> Hey, the way that he puts it out there with these uh, offensive linemen or the center rankings, it almost feels to me like this is how Jeremiah looks at it. It would be too much of a reach to draft the center at 20, and all the best center prospects are going to be gone by by the time they pick in the second round. 
Yeah, he's got him in a little bit of a quandary, which makes you think they're going to have to. 20 is a bad spot to take one of these guys. And by the time you come back up at 51. Trade back in the first round. But you can't do that if one of the tackles you really like, or even a corners, I think, that you like is on the board, right? The corner is something that I want them to address in free agency, but the elephant in the room there is Peterson. And Kabali came on with us Friday and pretty much said, there's no way he's getting cut. He's on the team. So you're paying him $9 million to do. He's not a safety. We watched him struggle at that position at the end of the year. So what what are you putting your your stock in if you're the Steelers? Corey Trice coming off of a major knee injury? No, you can't. He was right. a seventh, he was a seventh round hey, pick, Chris. That's, I'm, I'm asking that rhetorically, primarily. But if you're them, what where else is the plan here? You find like a medium priced free agent in you. You find like a mid mark, a mid tier guy like you did with Steven Nelson back in the day, or Levi Wallace, and that's your outside corner. And Peterson plays slot. Man, I just. I thought Steven Nelson when he was here was okay. I don't obviously Levi Wallace had a tough time last year. So I, with them, I feel like they need to take a blue chipper in the draft or take a guy who's who was a blue chipper, like a Hayden when they go and pick somebody up like that that falls into their lap. I don't think the guy listed at number twenty two is uh is a bad option either. I don't I don't think it would be their, their first need by any means. Byron Murphy, defensive tackle from Texas. Uh, that's where Jeremiah, that you, that you're talking about the Jeremiah list, right? Yeah. Dulac doesn't have defensive tackle or defensive line, uh, as a first round, uh, position for the Steelers because of all the money they already have invested in it. And he's right about that between Hayward and Ogan Joby. And then Benton had such a big year last year. There's not a spot, you know, Hayward will be back in some, they'll, they'll find a way to make it work. They're not cutting Ogan Joby. And they're playing Benton a lot. So if you draft the defensive lineman, my opinion, if you draft Byron Murphy, you're drafting him for 2025 and beyond. It's not a total redshirt year. He's going to get snaps. He'll get worked into the rotation. But you're if you do that, you're almost, I think, and this is why Jerry left defensive line out, you're drafting somebody in 2024 to be a backup. Corner, yeah. you're drafting somebody in the first round. Start. Guy will start. Center, Tackle. guy will start. Tackle, Tackle. Ho- well, hopefully. If it's Mims, he won't start till halfway through the season, even though it might be obvious to everyone with eyes. And I don't even player. think it's a situation where, like, okay, Porter and Jones are really starters, but he, but they were made to wait. I think if they drafted a defensive lineman, the guy would need Hayward to get hurt again or something like that to get first round starter snaps by the middle or back half of the season. If Hayward's somehow fully healthy and like there's really no rust though, I wouldn't have as much of a problem because I think a healthy Hayward is still a big time impact player. You guys see number 42 on this list really could fit with the Steelers. Undersized receiver, great speed though. A lot of polish. Lad McConkey. Lad McConkey isn't the only uh, white receiver that made the top 50. The guy from Florida uh, sneaked in here too under the gun. 48, Ricky Ricky Pearsall. My guy Malachi Corley is way up there at 44. I actually like the guy at 50 in the second round. Roman Wilson from Michigan. Uh, you guys know the the one other dude from uh, LSU, Brian Thomas, the non-Malik Neighbors yeah, guy? Like 6'4", like dude, he's he's rated very highly in this, but he's interesting. Where's the guy from Florida State who didn't play 36. against Pitt? Keon not, Coleman. No. Or, oh, the other guy? Not the Michigan State transfer. Wait, which one went to Michigan State, and which one is the guy that's like 6'8"? 
Keon name like Johnny Wilson. Johnny Wilson. Keon Coleman from Florida State is 36th on this list. Yeah, he's he's a Michigan State transfer. Yeah, where's is is the no. six eight guy not listed? No, I don't see uh, I don't see that guy. Roman Wilson from Michigan number. That's yeah, who Donnie just yep. mentioned. Yep. Wilson. Uh, I will give uh, Jeremiah credit. He couldn't think of a uh, a non-white guy comp for Cooper DeJean, but he did give Lad McConkey one. Doug Baldwin. Not as physical as Doug Baldwin, but I could see him having a similar career. Doug Baldwin. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Everybody's in Indianapolis for the Combine. Steelers brass there. We'll hear Omar Khan later in the week. Possibly tomorrow. What do you want? What is the Steelers' biggest draft need? 412-928-9370. Get our opinions heard on this. Going to start with Steve in the car. Hello, Steve. Yeah, hey, how are you gentlemen today? Hey, man, we're good. Hello, Steve. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention that um, I think the cap hit on the defensive line versus the current return on investment that you get out of guys making like $28.5 million and $15 million, something like that, is just out of whack. And um, they're roughly, I don't know, 30, 40 pounds per man, a little bit lighter than a lot of teams. So it's a little bit easier to push somebody. It's a little bit easier to block somebody on our defensive line to, to make it harder to stop the run. I just think that if they, you know, I don't know if it's worth re-signing Okunjobi, and everybody loves Cam Cameron Hayward. I think well, Okunjobi's under amazing. contract still. Um, I, I'm just trying to say there's probably something you could do to, you know, get a little bit younger, you know. Oh, maybe Steve, just somebody. come right out and say it. You're beating around the bush here. You want them to get rid of Cam Hayward. Let's just hear it. Just he's say a it. little bit like he's a little bit like Paul Amalu was at the end of his career that he was a good player but not worth all that money. And we love him to death, but that's where he's at right now, guys. And you need somebody heavier and that costs a lot less Steve, money. I got news for you, brother. I think you are the kind of person that Cam is referring to with that tweet he sent out on Friday. I saw that. 
He was saying, everyone wants you to retire because I was hurt all year. At least I know where everyone stands. You're quick to forget when I'm healthy, but I look forward to reminding y'all. Uh-oh. I think they got to find a way to bring that number down, and they got to extend him to make it happen. I think they've got to come up with a way to make it worth his while by incentivizing him with the opportunity to play beyond this year. Because I don't think Cam is um, – I don't think he looks at 2024 like it's necessarily his last season. I mean, the tweet he sent makes it seem like he's extremely pissed off and ready to have a big year. Hopefully he does. I didn't really get the sense that there's a groundswell of people that think that no, he's I thought that, well, I thought way that, over the hill no. and ready to hang him up. I thought that the tweet was also the classic, like, athlete sees one tweet in his mentions saying, like, you're washed up, you're, it's time for you to go, you're a great player, but it's time, and lets that just completely dominate their brain for the rest of the day. Here is Ezra on the fan. Hello, Ezra. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, good to we talk to you go again, corner. Ezra. Hey, good to talk to you guys. I love you guys, man. Uh, I'm here in Atlanta, but look, we got to go corner. Because if we go corner, that we'll, we will literally be the first team to go, like, shut down cornerbacks, best secondary in the league, to counter Mahomes and the Chiefs. We're not going to find a quarterback that's going to beat Mahomes. So what we need to do is be the first team to be like, you know what, look at the field, the division we play in, the quarterbacks in the AFC, get two shutdown corners, PZ Island, then we have Minka, as our, the best safety in the league. And I'm telling you, man, that secondary, it doesn't matter who's our quarterback. You know what's the problem with the Chiefs in the very immediate term is you have to have somebody you can cover Travis Kelsey, which is basically impossible because that's where Mahomes always goes when the chips are on the table. I, I mean, I, I don't want to do a 2018 Terrell Edmonds draft where it's like, oh, Miami took Minka. Well, Ezra, We're just going to Ezra, let me ask you something. That guy, Edger and Cooper, that played for A&M, the inside linebacker, everyone thinks he can stay with the best tight ends in the league physically, but I want no part of that. Would you be okay with no, that? Dude, no, no. Okay. I don't want – Devin Bush scarred me for life. No. Well, I do I'm scarred not by wanna... guys like Artie Burns, Ezra. You're bringing up corners in the first round. I got Artie Burns, heartburn still. You're right. And I got Ziggy, Ziggy Hood. Cars. I get it. Jarvis Jones, I get it. This, we're going to have first-round bust. Yep. But if you want to beat the quarterbacks in the AFC with our quarterback room, shut down corners, What's dude. Ezra, which, Island. which corner do you like at the other side, then? What guy in this draft do you actually think will be there that you really like? Maybe he likes the guy named Kool-Aid. No, 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 I don't, no, no, not him, not T. Higgins out of Clemson. I like, I like the kid out the match. Um, Mitchell, the kid rising up. I, Quinion yeah, Mitchell, I like turn Mitchell. Of the back. Yep, Tomlin was all over him. Apparently, uh, at senior day uh, or for, senior bowl. For what it's worth, here if they don't draft the tackle, I actually would prefer corner be the next position they look at it at twenty. So I'm actually more. I'm. I don't know if I would go with the same rationale Ezra used. That's the only way to beat Mahomes is to stack corners up. Um, but I do think that's my second highest spot there that I'd like to see them address. I put it ahead of center. You'd put it ahead of well. Corner. I go ahead of center. Tackle, corner, center, in order. Not I, by much. It's pretty close, but it's. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a defined order for you here, so I'm not a guy sitting on the fence going, you know, I could really see depending on who's see, on I think, the board. I think wide receiver's a bigger need than corner, but, but I, who trust do you like them, I trust them I trust them to take wide receivers. I want them to get a free agent, but then again, I look at this free agent list. Uh, the Athletic put it out today. is from your, your cousin Randy Muller who was the Dolphins' GM. Mm. 
Cousin Randy. Yeah. And he has Jalen Johnson and Legereus Sneed as the top two. Those guys are going to get tagged and probably will never make it to market. Who's next? His third best available corner is uh, Kyshawn Nixon from the Packers. And then he's got Steven Nelson fourth, man. Ah, yes. Back to the future with Steven Nelson. I mean, that's Here's a real pro- thin. Gilmore in Dallas is sixth, but he's 33 years I old I think now. Stephon Gilmore needs to get on with his life's work. Howard's 31. I mean, it's just not. Xavier and Howard not looks deep, big, man. Like, and not in a good way. So I guess if you're going to get better at corner, you're going to have to Pony, draft in a, one. In an NFL where teams are ever more trying to put emphasis on defense on edge and corner, doesn't it make way more sense that most good, really good corners are going to get locked up well before they hit free agency? Sauce Gardner is never going to sniff free agency, at least for the first 10, oh, pretty much 10 he's, years of his career. He's Revis 2.0 there. But I'm saying, you know what I mean. The guys who are, the, can, like... Do you think Joey Porter Jr., if he has a really good second year, people are already going to murmur about a big money extension here? I think they will. And they should. Mm-hmm. He's going to get paid here because he should if he's that good. It's becoming a position. The only reason I bring this up is to say, not to like rip you about the free agency idea, but to say you are not going to be picking from the blue chippers in the class. All right, so let's say you use the first round pick on a corner. Let's just say it's and, Mitchell, the kid from Toledo. And the centers are gone. In the second? By the time you pick in the second round. Let me see if I can find. I had the list here. I had their free agent centers. Okay, here they are. Free agent centers. They've got Mason Cole, five. Ooh. By the way. Uh, Lloyd Cushenberry, one. Broncos. Uh-huh. They've got Jason Kelsey, two. He's retired. Right? So I mean, we he's... think. He he keeps, like, Donnie, hinting he that done? he might not be. For sure? He's wishy-washy. Kelsey? But if he does I'm, play I'm, again, it's going to be in Philly. So right, it's not yeah. even like he's a free agent. He's either retired. He's not going to finish Working on else. TV. Yeah. Okay. Coleman Shelton with the Rams. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the uh, Cowboys center, Tyler. Biotish. Biotish, yeah. They love Wisconsin guys, and Biotish is a Wisconsin guy. Paul Christ. Paul Christ is not an exciting guy. No, he wasn't. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not like the center market is that much deeper than... I mean, I think Cushenberry is obviously an upgrade. It's just how, like, do you trust? Let me put it this way. If you do the things that you just described, they take a corner at 20. They go somewhere else other than center in round two. If you get a guy like Cushenberry, I feel better about the position than I did exiting the season even before Mason Cole. It's an upgrade. Yep. And then if you're better at all the other spots you start to wonder if maybe that's enough. I think the one position that we think is a need that they don't think is as big of a need is tackle, even though Dulac put it in his top five that he, that he thinks they, they draft in the first round. But if they don't, does that mean they're going to keep Dan Moore over there this I, year? I still think they like Moore. They're, just like they were the last to the party on Chooks, I think it's the same thing with Moore. You just know how angry this makes me? They picked the right guy that I thought they, were, they should have picked last year, and he's been good out of position. And instead of saying, okay, he got us through the year, he made our running game better, now let's put him back where we drafted well, him to play. Let me ask you They're going to keep playing Dan well, Moore. I know that they like cited this ridiculous conversation that happened during a game or at the end of the game that got Chooks benched. But seriously, last year, if you were going to go by performance and bench a tackle for Jones, I would have benched more before I benched Chooks and just had Jones slide into his natural position and kept Chooks. Probably, who- yeah. We yeah, know what we're getting with him. He's less just an adequate, parts. average, run-of-the-mill type right tackle. No. Can, man, somebody should have practiced ventriloquism and then tried to pretend to be Dan Moore saying, we should just run out the clock. We suck. 
they them just, both they just have a weird soft spot for Dan Moore. No, I know why they do, though. It's because they picked him mid-rounds. He looked like a non-NFL caliber player, and then he battled his way to the top. I hate that crap. Here is Stephen Latrobe on the fan. Hello, Steve. Tony Mahler, good evening, gentlemen. How are you? We're good, thanks. What What's do you up, got for Steve? us, Steve? Uh, Mike Webster, Dermani Dawson, um, Marquise Pouncey. We've been spoiled with some incredible centers, and people forget how important they are when they're making their checkdowns. They can trap. They can pull out. They can do all these things to make a quarterback's life easier. And I don't see how you go anywhere else but center because you can get a defensive end next year to replace Cam, or you can do some other things. But we haven't truly had a, a, a legit center since Marquise retired and if you have a young quarterback, man, you need that guy who can center the offensive line All right, Steve, question. and get it going. Question. Powers Johnson in the first round or Frazier in the second round? Let's just for argument's sake say, say, they're both there. say they're both there at 20 and 51 respectively. I would take Powers Johnson in the first. I don't care where he's rated by anybody. My guy out of Oregon, I would take him in a heartbeat. Steve, and be I like, only asked that because go. I thought, being from Latrobe, you might be close enough to West by God, Virginia, that you'd default to Fraser. And amateur wrestling is so big here that with, or does Powers Johnson have a wrestling background too, or is that just Frazier? Do we know if Powers Johnson was also a wrestler? Yeah. Right, Frazier was a four-time state champ. I know. That's my people that I talked to down in Washington County. Just the very. Wrestling capital well, of blue collar like myself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they love Frazier down there. Oh yeah, yeah. If we were polling, what's the big school in Washington County that was always great at wrestling? McGuffey. Mm, yeah, yep. McGuffey'd have kids just throwing down left and right. That contingent of people dying for ready uh, for Fra. It's Frazier time. Yes, it is. Um. All right. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. You can follow us on Twitter. Brought to you by Southfields Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Combine starts. Antonio Brown is talking about the Steelers again. Oh, no. Oh, no. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We talked a lot today, opened with this big uh, Penguins trade rumor from out of Canada with Elliot Friedman. And Josh Yowie is on it, too. You can go back to 2 o'clock and listen to that. Right now, we have fresh AB sound from the Cam Capone show. I have no idea who Cam Capone is. He's a YouTube guy, mm. and his YouTube channel has over a million followers. What, what are, are we, we doing, doing with our lives? Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Donnie, do you know Cam Capone? Are you familiar with no. him? No. I know Al. <laughs> Cam Capone. Got, the I, kids can't get enough of him, apparently. Wasn't there a rapper named Capone back when we were, like, teenagers? Scar, there was definitely a Scarface. He might even still be around. I don't know if he is or not. Cam Capone is a rapper. Okay. So maybe this is the Capone you're thinking of. No, I think I was actually just thinking of Scarface, who I do think has passed on. But, yeah, Cam Capone got a sit-down 
No, Scarface still alive. There we go. With, uh, man, I sound so Houston, lame. former member of the Ghetto Boys, Scarface, shines in NPR's Tiny Desk concert. So a guy named Scarface who's getting shouted out on like some of the hardest core rap of the late 90s and what have you, mm-hmm. did a Tiny Desk thing where they just sit there at their little tiny desk and play. So we have audio of this, of A.B., the first clip is him talking about his one regret from his time in Pittsburgh. Ben, if you listen to this right now, if, if you could go back on the career, I don't know why you didn't throw me the ball 90% of the time. I was better than all the guys you played with. I wanted it more. I was hungrier. I looked it better. I had more melanin, meaning I could be in the sun longer. Yeah, if I could go back on time, I just wish Big Ben just threw me all the passes. Everyone else... <laughs> Cause just been a co-star in my movie theaters. Okay, that has to be at least somewhat of a joke. I had more melanin; I could stay out. Well, in the if sun you're watching, longer. he's drinking from a solo cup for the entire hour podcast, and at one point he starts smoking weed. It has to be but, a joke. But I think, even by him. But I think it's still against the rules on YouTube, even though it's now legal in most states to like show somebody just like using drugs, getting high. Yeah. So they blur out his hand with As to the, what it's doing. It's just w- smoke is being produced with the blunt in it while he's having this conversation. So you see him put this blurry uh, blunt to his face and then the smoke coming out, but you can't actually see. You can't tell what the smoke was coming from. It could have been a special smoke machine. Yeah. I mean, that there is zero chance, even by his standards, that he is being anything but facetious there. Although maybe not when I think about the throw me the ball 90% of the time thing. Well, but he's also turned over a new leaf because some of the things he's posting does make it appear like he has become more of a deep thinker. Oh, yeah? Yesterday, do you believe slavery ended or was just modernized? Hashtag CTESPN. Uh, I thought he tried to get the CTESPN actual Twitter account off the ground. Oh, yeah? I don't think it's. Oh, well, that's the only thing he's following on Twitter. CTESPN. The CTESPN network. His and, it's, and it's just a picture of Darren Waller for some weird reason. Why? I'm not sure. How he's does got, he not have you he's blocked? He's got 13,000 followers. Well, because AB and I uh, mended fences because I must have, during one of Ben's last seasons, like tweeted out something critical about the way that he was playing. And he unblocked me and followed me briefly so he could get more of that commentary. So I'm unblocked now. I'm just not followed. Are we? Are we more surprised in a good way? Or a bad way, like, oh, good, only 13,000 people decided to follow CTESPN, or are we kind of like, wow, 13,000 people actually followed CTESPN? No, I think it's a bad look. Like, I think more people follow CTESPN than Duquesne basketball on Twitter. He hasn't um, he hasn't posted. He says it's the CTESPN network newsletter, newsletter provider, so we're led to believe that there will be a— There's a publication that is going to come su- out. He's starting his own substack. Maybe that's where Ron went. Maybe he didn't actually retire. He's just going to start writing. And Peter King. He's just amassing all of these. He's got a $25 million a year war chest to pay the biggest names in sports to come (laughs) write for the CTESPN newsletter. All right. Here he is talking about getting traded out of Pittsburgh. At one point, you asked for a trade. Yes. Now, was it the Ben thing that you made made you want out, or what was going on there? I just felt like, you know, at some point in your career, you, you want to win the Super Bowl. So for me, you know, I was just trying to, you know, put myself in the best scenario to, to accomplish it. And I did. 
So you felt like the Steelers, it just wasn't going to happen there? Yeah, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Not exactly a, a 60 Minutes interview here with Cam Capone. Uh, Cam Capone sounds like he's expecting more out of AB, but that weed yeah. is hitting very special. Yeah. Have you ever been that high where somebody tried to ask you that, like normal questions, and that's how you were answering? Because I, I feel like where it was like a labor to even give like a co just, coherent answer. Someone's of like, "Hey, Andrew, how you feeling?" Oh, definitely good. Yeah, I don't, I couldn't even string together sentences uh, so, that were so. AB wanted to win a Super Bowl. That's why he asked for his trade. So if you're following the dotted line, it's he. Th this was 4D chess. You traded to the Raiders, one of the crappiest franchises year after year. Mm -hmm. Do the Free at last speech on the phone, making Gruden look like, not that Gruden deserves any better, a complete idiot in the process. Called Mike Mayock names. Correct. Get to the Patriots, only to have, it looks like somebody there just be waiting for you to get into a good situation. Have them cut you loose after literally one game. Call Robert Kraft all kinds of names, bring up the fact that he had that massage parlor incident. Get reunited with Tom Brady in Tampa and actually win a Super Bowl. So it was a four-step process or whatever to actually win one. Yep. And then after that, run off the field with your shirt not on and waving at fans. Correct. Uh, Antonio Brown, about an hour into this, wanted to change the topic that was being discussed in this interview. We all go through adversity. What about my meat, though? <laughs> I don't want to talk about your meat, man. Okay. <laughs> I paid a lot for my meat, though, you know. A lot of support over the days, you know. I thought massages would be, like, the most I pay on my body, but it's the body part that costs the most is my meat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you, man. I, yep. I totally get that, bro. Spend that money on your meat. Go for it. Man, it is – I'm not watching the YouTube. You obviously, like, yep. found it. If these people sound this uncomfortable, I cannot imagine how uncomfortable they look on camera. Oh, he was never – the interviewer was never on camera. It was just a one shot of AB the entire time. The sound of the guy's, like, responses to all of this, he just sounds mortified. If you didn't know any better, you would think that AB was just playing a character and was just, like, jagging the guy. But he's not. He's just that far, I think, off the deep end and out in outer space right now. Like, you know how you get in, you're playing a character in a movie, and so you act like that character in real life? That's yes. how AB, I think, sounds, but we know that it's just really him, and he's got a screw loose. And I no, I don't think it's because he got hit by Vontez Perfect that one time. You know what Donnie really wanted to get our opinions on today when we came into work? Paying for your meat? What we thought of that Shane Gillies thing last night. Or Gillis. Gillis. Trevor Gillies? New York Islanders? I mean, Cl isn't it Clark? No, there was the Trevor who came off the bench in the infamous Eric Goddard fights yes. the whole team. Yes. Yeah, he's like, did you guys see Shane Gillis, Gillis on Saturday Night Live? The last time I sat down and said, can't wait to watch some SNL and was like plopped in front of my TV at 1135 on a Saturday. I mean this when I say I cannot remember. It's my in-laws watch it every Saturday. They're in their 60s. They are religious Saturday Night Live viewers. And they came over yesterday to watch the Penguins game and they asked me the same question Donnie did. What did you think of Shane Gillis, Gillis. last night? So I ended up coming into work and watching because they put his monologue up on YouTube. Yeah. 
So I watched it. I think there's something broken inside me. No laughs? I don't laugh anymore. The other guy, that uh, Allen Robinson guy. Tim Robinson. Tim Robbins. Tim Robinson. Tim I, think Robbins. I think we're getting a no-sell here. No, you're not. Malsy. You're not getting He's a no-sell. He's messing these names well, up no, on Well, no, Tim purpose. Robinson's from I Think You Should Leave, and I have tried to get you to watch one of his funniest skits. It's called it's uh, called Coffin I, Flop, I and just, you just stared at it. I, yes, that's My own I'm, father, who I didn't think would find it that funny, laughed heartily at it. That's why I think there's something wrong with me. But like, you laugh at stuff that no one else thinks is but, funny. Uh, like what? Uh, you would just laugh at, like, a bad bet somebody makes. When? I don't know. You laughed at the whole how much I spent on my meat thing. Yeah, that was good. Like that, I find humorous. But that's that's. He's not he's not going for a laugh there though. That's just, what do you call that? Like observational humor, maybe. I don't know. Like I just, I have I have a few clips from his monologue here. So I will run this. Have you seen Have you seen it yet? No, I watched one skit where he's. It's like Forrest Gump at the high school reunion. Funny. Pretty funny. He does. He's more of a good actor in that skit, Shane Gillis. All right, so I'm going to play this for you. Joke one. You tell me if you think it's funny. Okay. I actually, I come from a long line of coaches in my family. My, my father is actually a volunteer assistant girls high school basketball coach. <laughs> he's actually here right now. Can you get him on there? Yeah. There he is. There's my dad, the volunteer assistant girls high school basketball coach. <laughs> I thought it was funny. All right. You don't think that's funny to bring my dad here to make fun of him for being a girls high school basketball coach? All right. <laughs> I thought it was great. Never mind. I just think the fake laughing irritates me even more. That doesn't, is that real? That's not genuine laughing in the background. Yeah, are they playing a that? laugh track, Donnie? Because otherwise everyone sounds like they're laughing. Why is he saying you guys don't think that's funny? I don't know how SNL works. Well, you watch Maybe. it enough. Did you find? No, any- I don't. I watch that. Oh, did you find any of that funny? Happened. Not really. Okay. I, okay, you're also kind of cherry picking. Okay, we got joke two here because you know the stuff that he said that was pretty funny. You okay, can't we'll play s- right now. We'll see. We'll play this one. My mom asked me when we stopped being best friends, and I don't. I don't have the heart to tell her because, like most men, I know exactly when me and my mom stopped being friends. It was. Uh, it was the first time I whacked off. <laughs> <laughs> before... Okay, so I dumped that so our listeners didn't hear, but you and, pretty funny, you and I heard that. Pretty funny joke, like crass, but pretty funny. Just because it's, it's not even like it's that clever. It's just funny. It's more observational and funny. So you like that one. So he's one for two. That, that, that elicited a smirk. Because you know one? what the punchline is heading in, but it's how he delivers it. It's a funny punchline. Okay, last one. Talk about my family. I'll tell you this. I don't know if you guys, uh, if you can tell by looking at me, but I do have family members with Down syndrome. <laughs> it almost got me. I, I dodged it, but it nicked me. It nicked me. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Look, I don't have any material that can be on TV. All right? I don't. I just don't get it. Yeah, with this that guy. one. That one I don't like. That one I don't like. I don't get it. Man, he sounded uncomfortable telling that one. He sounded like he's like, yeah, I know this is probably bad and it's not going to go But here's over what I don't well. get about these jokes. So Donnie is like, are we sure we can play? He's on NBC. He's on an over-the-air. Safe Harbor over past 10 o'clock, he can say it. On regular TV that's not cable? I'm pretty sure Safe Harbor applies to cable and over-the-air, but I'm, I might be wrong. I always thought that's why, like, FX and those shows, as soon as so 10 o'clock So is his hit, whole thing, like... It's it's like awkward jokes. Um, 
I've watched like little snippets of his stand up on YouTube. His his more crass stuff is funnier that he can't say. He does he has like a naturally like awkward demeanor. Yeah, there's there's definitely an awkwardness. Is he a stand up comic yeah, or oh, is he he's more very much, sketch no, comic? He's very much a stand up comic. He's one of the biggest stand up comics going, I would say, right now. And why did he get fired from SNL? I think for a joke that they found inappropriate. Or for like a And they brought him back. Of, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they they pretty much ran him and Tim Robinson out of town, and now they're two of the funniest people on planet Earth. Tim Robinson, not really a stand-up comic, though. He's a sketch guy, right. and like a, a brilliant writer and a pretty funny actor about it. I find Tim Robinson, for the record, funnier than Shane Gillis. Okay. I, I'm telling you, I think that I lost at some point in life. He's one out of three with those three jokes you played. I thought the first one was just not funny. I thought the last one was in very poor taste. And I usually have a pretty high bar for poor taste. And the second, second one, one was in poor taste and also funny. Not even in poor taste, just crass but funny because I knew what the punchline had to be and he still delivered it well. He does a pretty funny Trump. I'll give him that. Like, he has a pretty funny, like, impersonation there. I just feel like Saturday Night Live for the last, like, 10 years has been unbe unbelievably unfunny. Man, try, like, 20. So like since Will Ferrell and those guys left, yeah, you have you know you had the ladies' man Tim Meadows, you had Daryl Hammond. Tim Meadows was on there forever. Now I think Keenan Thompson's trying to be the Cal Ripken <laughs> like, of the exactly. show. Exactly. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.